Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Welcome to our Ashes to Rubies channel. Good morning, John. Good morning. I hear the birds chirping. I uh, hear the bees buzzing. I see your little wings flapping. A little fresh air outside. Um, I'm slightly disappointed because I had high hopes of the weather forecast changing mm. and maybe doing a little kayaking this a afternoon. A little kayak ride? That dream has been put aside with the severe thunderstorm. I feel morning. that your dream today was probably affected by yesterday. What? You went for a scooter ride and you hit a downpour. And oh when you gosh. came home, I that saw was... you and your friend. A drowned like, rat. Like drowned, <laughs> drowned rats. I, I would say little drowned kittens. Okay. <laughs> Soaking wet. Well... Thank you for joining us. Um, this is our recovery channel, Ashes to Rubies, where we just do uh, addiction recovery content, codependency and substance abuse and everything in between. And uh, this is our morning devotional. So we do a morning devotional that we can meditate throughout the day and we use different books. And so this book that we're in right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. whoa. While we've been recording, we've only done two different books. We did the codependency Codependent No More, Codependent Language of Letting Go Langu yes. by Melody Beattie. We did that for a year. Now we are in an AA Daily, daily Reflections, reflections. Yeah, but, but in the last, what do you say, 12, 13 years, we've done several different we've books done as several, a couple as because a couple. coming into recovery, just because you got sober... Because what's our problem? Just because you got sober doesn't mean that everything was great. Alcohol wasn't our problem. Codependency is not our problem. Relationship is not our problem. Our problem is a spiritual problem. Mm -hmm. And so we come together in a spiritual sense. And so we do our own recoveries, but then we do recovery together. And at the beginning, it was really just about trying not to kill each other. At the beginning, it was about not going to jail for... Yeah. 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 Staying out of jail. And I... I, I yeah, I thank you for pushing through because I remember that I remember that time we were driving together to work and we were like No, no, back up that truck. I remember that we used to take two cars to work near the same <laughs> no, place. No, I was busing. And that you were okay. I was busing. Wow, you just made me And you were driving. I am way worse than I think I am. I was so busing. So you were busing. You were driving. I was driving because your bus route lets you off at work. Yeah. Essentially. So I, I can use that excuse. And you didn't have a parking spot. So. I did. I know. I'm still trying to make myself feel better about that. As you can see. And at work, at my work, the um, administrative assistant suggested, why wouldn't you guys both drive in together? It would be so much better for your marriage. You would have, <laughs> you would have an extra 45 minutes. Together. And by the end of the week or the second week. I came into work and I looked at her and I go, you're the voice of the enemy. This has been the worst. <laughs> we, so, and you were what, two years, maybe three years sober? I've never thrown anybody out of my car, but at the end of that two weeks, I was ready you to reach over and You threatened <laughs> it a lot. So we were fighting all the way to work. You wouldn't have got hurt. <laughs> we were fighting all the way to work. It was like 45 minutes. And one day you like threw something at me. You threw a book at me. I don't know. And you said, I don't know if I want this. We're on not going to say a word until we read this. We're going to read this. Did I chuck it at you? Like, oh, whip I think it so. Think or was like, it like, you're going to read this? <laughs> and it was a morning devotional? It was a morning devotional. Yeah. 
And so we brought it in the car and we weren't allowed to talk to each other we in the car at talk. all. We, we were, had rules. We had to read the book. We had to say something we were grateful for a, and then a prayer for the person. I had to I had to ask you if there was... No, I, I had to share a, a, a word of gratitude because of you. Yeah. And then I had to ask for forgiveness of something that I had done. <laughs> it's all easy stuff. And then I had to bless you. I had to pray a blessing upon you. And then we read our uh, morning devotional. And it worked. It worked. Like, And 14, coming, 10 years later, here we are. Coming through, I mean, we were kids when we got together. And 13 years of addiction and adultery and like all this chaos. And, like, and then you got sober, but then we realized you were living with a crazy woman. Who was so full of anger and like, I was so full of anger and frustration and it really did work. Like we, we spent those mornings. That's how we started those mornings. And Mm -hmm. it actually became like a really, eventually, I mean, we did a lot of other stuff too, but anyway, that's. And and there's lots of room for improvement. That's a beautiful thing. And you know, right. We did our own meditation earlier. And I had brought up an attitude that I, I saw in you and there was a little bit of a spatting and then I got a little bit frustrated and I I was going to just go I'm going to leave the room and you said sit down because I grabbed my glass to leave and you said don't go and then uh, we we were able to discuss what was happening and I was like yeah it's very it's freeing in a relationship Mm -hmm. where we can be open and transparent and even reflect each other's um, what's happening yes because we, I really want that attitude of like I have room for improvement, mm-hmm. and so I would, I, I'm open to your seeing an attitude that might need a little bit of dusting off or giving it over to God. So I think that's a great place to be in a relationship. Man, thank you so much. We've come so far. So far. So far. Um, this is called turning negative, Good turning morning, negative Megan. into positive. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing? How's everybody doing? Thank you for joining us. And we are going to start our meditation on turning negative to positive. Is it my turn to read? It's okay. your turn to read. Our spiritual and emotional growth does not depend so deeply upon success as it does upon our failures and setbacks. If you will bear this in mind, I think that your slip will have the effect of kicking you upstairs instead of down. Mm. <laughs> I skipped our spiritual and emotional growth in AA because mm-hmm. I think that it's just in general. In general. Um, we spir- read this in, in life. General sense, we read yeah. this in a general sense. So this is an AA recovery book, but I really feel like it applies to everyone if we want it to apply to us. In keeping with the pain and adversity which our founders the founders of AA encountered and overcame in establishing AA, Bill W. sent a clear message. A relapse can provide a positive experience toward abstinence and a lifetime of recovery. Relapse brings truth to what we hear repeatedly in meetings. Don't take the first drink. It reinforces the belief in the progressive nature of the disease and it drives home the need for and beauty of humility in our spiritual program. Simple truths come in complicated ways to me when I become Ego driven. There's some of that I understood, and some of it I didn't. There, yeah, there's a lot. Of that. <laughs> so, like, my problem is my ego, my okay. self centeredness, selfishness, and my ego is being driven by the fear and the delusion that I can build this life that I want. 
And so I have to turn that over to God. The first step problem might be the solution of alcohol and my body's reaction and my mental reaction to that. But there's the managerial position. So my life is unmanageable because I'm trying to manage this spiritual issue. And so what we're saying is that God will turn all the negative into positive if I'm willing to be pushed out from where I am. And I think of a, a canoe. And if you've ever gone canoeing, you have to like use the paddle or your foot to push off from. And so I can push off from a relapse and go, relapse isn't part of recovery, but relapse shows that I'm lacking recovery. Right. And so I can use that to go, oh crap, I want to stop now instead of keep going and go, I need to be open and honest, whether I put it on Facebook of like, I just had a relapse can... I need help. And I like that. So the sentence here says, a relapse brings truth to what we hear repeatedly in meetings. Don't take that first drink. Mm -hmm. And for me, I would say, like, don't take that first, like, hit of adrenaline. So for me, if if I know that I'm going to lose my emotional sobriety, I actually can't go there. I can't, like, if something's going to get me, like, super worked up, I have to stop. I have to, like, almost physically sit back, breathe which is what I did this morning when we were talking, breathe and say like, you know, invite God into it. And so for me, like I will, I will spike emotionally mm-hmm. and then I go and then I, I just don't, I don't know how to bring, I can't bring myself back for it. It's like out of my control. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be similar to, you know, a relapse of like, it, the truth is you can't take that first drink. If that's like, if that's like a post that you put in the ground and you're like, I fully understand that I cannot take that first drink. That means that when something happens, like mm-hmm. emotionally, when problems come at me, this stake is in the ground. I can't take the first drink. Now I need to start to look t- for other ways to deal with my life. And mm-hmm. I remember when that became part of your recovery program as like, now I'm experiencing all these feelings and emotions that before I was drinking them away. Now this stake is in the ground. Like I'm not going to take that first drink. I cannot take that first drink. I need to look for different. And then if I do, that's the negative that we're talking about. That could actually take me into a positive going like my recovery is not what I thought it was. (laughs) I've proved it to myself. And so I think there's that point of like relapsing and not being consumed in the negative to go like, I did relapse. Like I have to be open and honest with the people around me, with my group, with my fellowship, and then go, the positive is that I don't have the recovery that I thought I did. But then once I get into recovery and, and maybe a couple years down the road, we can still use negative. So watch for four things, selfishness, dishonesty, uh, fear and resentment. I right. I watch for those things and they're negatives in my life because it's me running the show and I can use them and go propel off them and going, what's the spirit of God? I, I'm being full of self. My ego is reconstructing. Well, regardless of who I am, like if I'm if a recovering alcoholic and I have a relapse or if I'm, you know, a person who... I, like I'm just thinking a person who's become a Christian, right? I want to be a Christian. I want to live a different life, you know, or maybe I've come out of like whatever I've come out of and that's not what I want to do anymore. The humility is like, if I find myself doing the things that I don't want to do anymore, mm-hmm. I actually have to like admit that to another person and start going to 
in AA, it's a sponsor in, you know, if for, uh, like a lot of people will talk about like a mentor, but, or just go having someone that I can talk to and say like, man, I found myself back there again. Mm -hmm. Like that humility piece is so huge because when I'm ego driven, when, when I think I've got it all figured out, when I think I have all the answers and I'm unwilling to admit to another person that I don't, Mm -hmm. then I'll just stay like completely lost in And it's almost like, you know, being in rehab for your body. You're, you're, you're taking care of my, my my physical being. And so I want to work out. I want to do these kind of practices. And then I start missing it and I'm not honest with myself, but I can go like, I'm missing these mornings and I can use that as a positive to go in. Like, I want to take care of my physical body but I'm not doing the things that are going to do that because I made a plan and now I'm not following it. So I think it's good to have a partner. It's somebody, somebody that can motivate you because if I have enough failures, I'm just going to be consumed in it and go like, ah, I'll deal with that right. when I hit 140 pounds or right. 240 pounds or whatever. I think that happens with physical and it happens with sobriety it happens with emotional so i think the one my one takeaway is that i think that relapse isn't part of recovery it just shows me that i don't have the recovery that i think i do and so can i use these negatives to to get me where i need to be i see it all the time in in relationship issue in relationships you know where especially because i talk to the women you know i'm talking to a woman and her her marriage is terrible or her boyfriend is doing all these things and she's so done with it and she's at wit's end but then she'll become she'll change her mind you know she'll get into a conversation with him and then he'll make promises and then she takes him back and and then she has said she wants to work on herself but then doesn't follow through with Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. and I think that that's part of like ego where it's hard to continue to admit, like, I actually don't have all the answers. And so now I've decided, well, I'm going to go over here and do this. But I had this trusted person that I had shared openly with. And now I'm, you know, I need to be willing to go back to them and say, like, well, I I think I've changed my mind. And now I'm thinking about doing this, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and not that I want to tell anyone what to do. But when I put my blinders on, and I just keep going and, and I have all the answers, then I can get myself into mm-hmm. into a really tough situation. So I guess that's the meditation today is what am I, am I being driven by something like the slave driver being driven mm-hmm. or am I being guided by the, by the love of God? And so have you ever had a negative um, thing happening in your life, whether it's a relapse or whatever it is, but you've taken that and and made a positive out of it. Kicked Please. you upstairs yeah, kick, instead of down. <laughs> how have you been kicked up the stairs rather than downstairs? And the enemy wants us to be kicked downstairs and and just be shoved and trampled on. Um, but you can be tripped upstairs too. And so, how has that looked in your life? Make a comment. I would love to uh, see how that has worked out in your life. Um, have a great afternoon. We have a All Addictions open meeting at noon today, noon Eastern time. So join us on Zoom. And our friend Karen is going to be discussing about decisions. Decisions, decisions, decisions. So thanks, everybody. Have a great afternoon and keep the peace and be of good behavior. And we'll see you tomorrow.